coming up on the big room during the whole like proposal moment that's was, when we were like fighting a piss. We had to pause the movie, and I was like, "Oh, hey. this one's mid movie. Oh, this I was is like, mid movie. We had no. twelve minutes left. Wait, and I'm like, "No, you're not listening to me." No. It's like this <laughs> romantic climax. He is pouring his heart out. He is coming to her not as a prince but a man in love, oh. and he takes off her dirty shoe just and puts Henry. on the jeweled because shoe because we have to shoehorn the jeweled and shoe in. We're pissed off Literally. at each other. Like, it was terrible. You did this, Drew Barrymore. Thanks, dude. They, it's all Drew Barrymore's fault. Welcome back to the big room, where we put the glass slipper of podcast onto the supple, regal foot of your ears. We watched Ever After. <laughs> we watched a Cinderella movie. <laughs> we did. We promised this, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. And then you... I got the flu. I decided to go method because I this movie <laughs> set in medieval times where they probably had to deal with a lot of plague. Mm. And so I just that's how committed I am to this podcast. I was like, I'm going to experience the plague. Gonna have the right perspective. Yeah. So mm. it really informed my viewership. Gross. And uh, it's, it's good to be back. Your jeans are so <laughs> grabby. I threw a hair on Nick's knee and then picked Gross. it up because I'm a nice guy. So. Ew. <laughs> I don't have anything. To, uh, uh, I have no topics to really talk about. I don't think. No. No, I bought, no I bought light bulbs today. I changed That's the light bulbs. That's wow. really exciting. Ordered a new phone. I mean, we've done nothing for the last we, week we because just, yeah, plague. you've been sick. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. So I this today is the first time we've both left the house since oh, we yeah. were both on our trips two yeah. weeks ago. So that's nice. We just got done cleaning dog crap off of our dog. You got to clean a uh, dog crap off your dog. Because she know? can't poop right. Poor Phoebe. But she's so cute. So that was fun. I almost threw up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's just talk about the movie then. Yeah. Uh, Ever After. My this movie. Your, this is the last in the series that should have been more fun than it was of our favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> what we've learned, at least from Reception... From our very oh, small God. audience, is that <laughs> I have the best favorite movie. <laughs> Listen, that's unfortunately well, true. Mine's still uh, to be determined. Mine's yeah, well, Carl's hasn't had enough. Time mine hit to... the ground running. Yours did hit the on ground TikTok, running. On TikTok, though, Cameron's oh, is well. king. Yeah, I've got like ten thousand views. That's a different animal. Because Smoking yeah. the Bandit's the best movie ever made. Like I said, so you. I can't believe how many comments were just quotes from the movie. Yeah, it's the whole movie. It's insane. It's a quote movie. I didn't know people knew this movie that well i bet to all, quote it like i, I bet they're on tiktok none of those commenters are younger than 35 <laughs> mm -hmm. but they're on tiktok but they're yeah well so are a lot of old cool guys for them. doing cool guy stuff not me so you were torn between two films and yes. you picked this one because you felt a stronger tie to it i did so Why? um i well, you guys know me. You know, I love a Disney. I'm a Disney girl. I love a fairy tale. Right. I love a period drama. Um, and you that's, love a rom-com. I love a rom-com. You love a rom-mance. I love a rom-mance. You know, <laughs> I watched this for the first time when I was in sixth grade. Wait. Does that have another meaning that I don't no, know No, it's just a stupid way to say romance. Okay. So sixth grade, you're Anyways, 12? I was 12. Whoops, I just bumped the wall. Knock that down. That's fine. Um, yeah, I saw this for the first time in sixth grade and I don't know, I've just, it's been a comfort film for me for a really long time. You know, I love, I love the spin on Cinderella. You know, I love the extra details of her, you know, getting to know the prince. And I love just like, there's a little bit more mm -hmm. feminist takes in there, you know? Yeah. She, I heard her it name's Danielle. Her name's her Danielle. Name's Danielle. I, I wrote, Danielle. That was my first <laughs> night note. I said, of course her name is Danielle. Bury the lead. That's not why I like it. <laughs> I will say I read uh, today as I was doing 35 seconds of research that one of the reasons that Roger Ebert reviewed this movie well is because Drew Barrymore is playing a, what, 16th century? This is set in 14th century? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so she's so playing... Like uh, this movie takes place in the 19th century for the opening and ending scenes. And then the 16th century for all this part. And he said that she's playing a 1990s progressive character in like a period piece, which is pretty pretty cool. Okay. So in 2024, it comes off as two period pieces because it's it's a very <laughs> 90s feeling character. Like this yeah. is a you throw. Uh, it's very frenzy, mm -hmm. very you know. It, it's uh, did she's kind of manic pixie dream girl a little bit. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys ever watch the show Shiloh or nope. not Shiloh? I've never heard of that. What's What's the dog that 
solve crimes. Wishbone. Wishbone. Ah. Shiloh. Shiloh's a dog yeah. movie. That's another dog movie. I don't know Close. why I couldn't put a pin on it, but this just gave like me that. the this same. This reminded you of Wishbone? It didn't remind me. It just gave me that same I kinda, feeling. I kind of love that. Ever After reminds me of Air Bud. I don't. I know that like, makes no <laughs> sense. I think it was just the time. He would go back in 90s. history and like, you know. Does dog time travel? And they always had yeah. a glowy wash on everything. Yeah. How I do I? How am I the yeah. only one who's never heard of this? We'll have to look it up after. He used to wear like a detective hat and yeah. all that, like the full like Sherlock garb. Yeah. I'm at a loss. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, I, I wanted to ask these two, because uh, she mentioned this was her comfort movie. If y'all had a comfort movie or show or something that you like for me, I've said it a hundred times, it's Harmontown and Top Gear. That's what I watch when I'm in a in a rut. Um, um or smoking the panda hilariously, or Phantom Menace. Those like those are that's my wheelhouse. I don't know that I'd use the word comfort. My go-to is community. Okay. Hmm. Yep. Uh, Carl, what community, about you? Adventure Time. Adventure um, Time. I don't really do movies as a comfort. I put shows on so I can just keep going. Yeah, same. I used to yeah. watch a lot of movies when I was sick as a kid. I had a bit that um, I said Star Wars would heal me. <laughs> so normally, like by the time I got through Return of the, the Jedi, force. I was on the mend. He was yeah. feeling better. And if I wasn't feeling better, I would go right back into New Hope and just burn through them all again. <laughs> um, yeah. So oh, I haven't wa- ever watched this with a man who isn't my father, and what I learned is my father is a saint, and I've what? felt guilty for picking this movie for weeks, but I refuse to well, feel guilty Trey, because I love it, and it's favorite movie month, and probably how you guys felt watching this is how I feel watching Blade Runner in <laughs> 2001: Space yeah. Odyssey. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trey, Trey is very. Um, Trey is definitely a man in a house of three women, so like he never watches sports. <laughs> yeah, he does like he does manly stuff. Like he does his mountain biking and he breaks does. his neck and, and whatever. He's a man's else. man. Whereas like you living with me, our house is like your parents' house is very peaceful. It's very quiet. There's yeah. no noise ever. No, it's very silent. And then they talk it's about their calm. feelings. <laughs> and then she moves into my house, yeah. where the TV's on twenty four seven because if there's not noise, I will kill myself. Uh, there's sports on whenever there is a sport, uh, and there's not a lot of princess movies. And if there is, I'm not in the room. He doesn't. I just don't even ask him to no. watch. I just know because I'm in like, here punching my desk and playing Call of Duty. He's yeah. doing yeah. his thing. So when we turned this movie on, I literally got like misty eyed. I was like, Cameron's gonna watch my movie with <laughs> oh, me. Boy. And then we got into a large marital <laughs> argument. Got into a fight because <laughs> of this movie. And we'll explain. I want to talk about. It was this. not the experience that I was hoping for. No, I want to okay. talk about our our row at the end because <laughs> it was it was a genuine like relationshipy misunderstanding. Yeah. But we'll talk about that we'll more talk later. About it later. Uh, I want to get into marriage. Um, I gotta say, this is my first. Is this your first like princessy? My first Cinderella. Oh, oh my god! There's something else to it. talk about. Yes, yes, yes. <gasps> so we are watching. Uh, let me try to find our chat. Uh, try to find it. Like I don't know where our own Discord is. Join the Discord. Um, you wouldn't Do have it. seen this conversation because it was in our private channel. Secret time. Um, we talked a lot today. You're gonna have to scroll. Let me see. Nick goes. I'm two minutes into this movie <laughs> and I realize there is some knowledge I need before watching this. Now I assume you were in the some knowledge. I assume you were in the, like the 19th century, like she's talking about the painting and blah blah blah, like the old lady before mm-hmm. we get into Drew Barrymore time. Is that where you were at? Yeah, yeah. And the second- they do talk a little bit about Cinderella, like a from a perspective of we're about to show you this movie, so it's a foreshadowing, but also like. You know, at this point, I think the Disney version's been out for 40 or 50 years. Yeah. Mm. For, <laughs> pushing 50. Yeah. Cinderella Nin- came out in 51, I think. Yeah. yeah the, the old lady's in, in the bed. Is she in a bed? Yeah. Like yeah. at the end of 2001. And she like, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. She's like, yeah, I, I didn't like your version because she interviews the mm-hmm. children's author. She's or interviewing the brothers Grimm, the Grimm who yeah. wrote a lot of the like Rumpelstiltskin, oh. Rapunzel, a lot of these old, all the old things you've never tales. heard of. Yeah. All these things, the Princess and the Frog. <laughs> no, I've heard of them. I've just never Do seen them. Do I have them. the? I don't. I used to have my mother's copy of the Brothers Grimm, mm. which I, if you've never my known, mother's copy of the Brothers Grimm, <laughs> and my mother's maiden Great. name used to be Grimm. Mm. Hilarious. Whoa. Go ahead. That's bananas no but she's she says something along the lines of i didn't like what you did with this story Mm -hmm. 
And I went, oh no, if this movie is based off of what these people did with this story, I have no idea what the story is should, to begin with. Should we do this now? Let's just do it now because we're talking about it. So, sure. Disney Cinderella. No, I, shit. I don't know how, to, how I want to run this episode. Disney. Let's talk about Disney Cinderella and then we'll, we'll still do our fight at the end. Um, in the in the in the in the Disney one and in the Brothers Grimm one, those two are very similar, with the ending being different. Um, well, Disney just Disney fies it. Disney just cuts so, out some of the, the gruesomeness. What I did is I went on YouTube and I searched Cinderella story quick and Jeez. watched oh like a, a Disney six minute short story. Mm-hmm. It's and that's my only knowledge. Ever of After now. is very out of order. So Ever After does one enormous narrative departure in that Prince Charming and Cinderella have met one another before the ball. Um, in the Disney one, correct me if I'm wrong. It's been probably 15 years since I've seen Cinderella. Uh, the evil stepsisters and the stepmother are going to this ball that the king mm-hmm. is, and the king and queen are holding. Is it for the intent of finding? Yes. He throws the ball and all the eligible ladies of the land are invited to attend because the prince needs to find a wife. It's not a masquerade. No. They've never met before. So Cinderella gets locked in the house and gets told you can't go because you're Cinderella F you. She's pretty. And they're like, you can't come. So the the ugly stepsisters and the stepmother are going Cinderella cries, sad fairy godmother comes magic dress, magic shoes, turns pumpkins into a magic horse carriage. Yep. All of this goes when the clock strikes midnight. So she has to be gone and home before midnight and all the magic fades away. And then she's back in her raggedy servant dress and all this crap. She meets Prince Charming, blah, blah, blah. They have a great time. She's like the hottest lady there. The clock starts <laughs> striking midnight. Like we get like one or two or three bell dings from the clock. And she runs down the stairs, leaves behind the glass slipper. And so the whole point of Cinderella, the original, is the prince has to find this lady by trying this shoe on every lady in because the land. Because the spells weren't off. Because the spells weren't off. But weirdly, the shoes left behind... But no, the you lady. D- you don't oh, question Cinderella it. left without t- before telling her him, her name and all this shit because she's just like, I gotta get home before my carriage turns into pumpkins. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> oh. the shoe is all he has. The shoe in this version is essentially an engagement ring. In the real, real story, it's like this is how he finds Cinderella because, because the, the shoe, the shoe fits. only fits her. In the Brothers Grimm version, Prince Charming is going to all these houses. And he gets to the evil stepmother's house and she goes, I have two daughters. Maybe the shoe will fit one of them. They take the shoe in. The daughters slice off their heels and toes to fit in the shoe. The first one does it. They get in the carriage with the prince and the prince goes, there's a lot of blood on the floor. (laughs) You're pulling my leg. You don't have any toes. This happens again. The other sister sister cuts her feet too. Fits in the slippers. Yay, it was me the whole time. Blood on the carriage again. And then Cinderella happens and we're happily ever after. That's the that's the more metal version that the huh. Brothers Grimm wrote. <laughs> uh, Is their version also the one where at the end the stepsisters' eyes get plucked out? Yes. Yep. It's gross. Yeah, it's metal. The Brothers Grimm are metal. Yeah. Like they, huh. they, their fairy tales are like not Disneyfied. So like that's who the two dudes at the beginning that's who of the this two movie dudes at the beginning are. And she's going. You've messed up my story, A, to justify all the narrative changes for this movie, and B, because it, the Brothers Grimm wrote horror shows. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that was Was my, that a uh, fair enough synopsis? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't want to And Disney's is like the 1800s, right? This is like yeah. medieval? Yeah, this is yeah. More, more medieval. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, Disney's like... Castles are great and not really dark, moldy, horrible places They're to They're not be. really fortresses for war. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, to, castles weren't to fun. avoid siege. No, castles were a bummer. Yeah. Um. Uh. The first thing I noticed. Um. So obviously, because America's stupid. Uh. This is a movie that takes place in France, and thus, because we made it, <laughs> has exclusively British accents. You never <laughs> yeah. notice. So uh, I, we start out with well, young wait, baby. Hold on. You never notice. What does that mean? So How I'm getting there. Notice? I'm getting there. So we start out with young, like young baby Drew Barrymore. That's not Drew Barrymore, right? It's young, tiny Cinderella. Her yeah. dad's still alive. We have to establish that the dad croaks and the stepmother's there and blah, blah, blah. She right? gets jealous. So the, the kid has a British accent. And I told Danielle, do I have to sit through not only <laughs> Drew Barrymore, who I, I do not like, 
But Drew Barrymore trying to do a British accent, and she goes, "I never, I don't know, I never noticed." <laughs> <laughs> that answer, by the way, is yes. We do have to listen to Drew Barrymore try to Dude. do a British accent. I just always I in my head, I was noticed. like, "It's the medieval speak." She's it's just whatever. I don't know. I never like. So you knew there was an accent. I knew she was medieval talking speak. funny, yeah, but yeah. like I didn't think like she's doing a British accent. I but was she just is. like she's trying to sound. Hey, she's got a better medieval-y. better British accent than DiCaprio has a Boston one. That's for damn. Uh, the other thing that cracked me up is <laughs> that I disagree. That's you're objectively wrong. <laughs> if you're gonna defend DiCaprio's Boston accent, you have holes in your brain. From any movie that Scorsese's ever made with him in it, it's worse in. Gangs. Uh, no, that is Shutter. worse though because he's trying no, to do an Irish accent. The other one, Departed. 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 No, the worst accent Added. in Gangs is Cameron Diaz doing whatever the hell she was doing. <laughs> Irish or whatever. That's pretty bad um, too. Oh, man. So the stepmom's Morticia <laughs> Adams. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Angelica Houston is a queen. She, she is, is plays the best. the perfect evil like perfect. woman. So mm-hmm. good. She's 10 out of 10. And yeah. she, she, to me, is Morticia Adams, so that was a little yeah. um, mm-hmm. odd. But also, like, man, she's so creepy. She's so creepy and mm-hmm. mean. It's also really rich that at the end of the movie, she calls Drew, uh, Cinderella mannish. And I was like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. The dad dies 30 feet from the door, which is hilarious. Do we know why? Heart, heart, attack. heart attack. That's why when he yeah, but goes for his thing. They're going to be gone with the wind, like immediately. Ah. <laughs> like the horse falling. I thought that heart attacks. I don't know, man. I thought that she, for a second, I was like, did she kill him? No. She barely knew him. But her reaction was legit. It's also interesting that the dad was like, yeah, he's a landowner and has a nice house, but she actually outranked him. Huh. The stepmother was a baroness? Yeah. Someone um, explain uh, to me what that is. It So a baroness is actually the lowest ranking form of nobility. I don't feudal, remember in what... In the like, system? I think like, it's like Duke, Mark... Marquise, 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 which is um, we learned about Earl, Viscount, Baron, Baron. Baron So she's like nobility, but she's the bottom, bottom nobility. Like in in our American government system, it would be like she's a governor compared to like senators, congressmen, presidents, like your or even county commissioner. Like she's really, really low down there, but she is still nobility. So she has rank. She gets invited to the king and she gets to go to the parties. Yep. So gotcha. she's she's far more important than he is. He's marrying up <laughs> and croaked. Yep. He didn't wave. He had a heart attack. He died. Yeah, Should have waved. And then I, I guess it's kind of very lightly implied that one of the origins of disdain that the evil stepmother has for Cinderella or Danielle, she's called Cinderella like two times, um, is yeah. that the father basically snubs the wife to tell Cinderella that oh, I love you and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like he looks at the wife and is like, <laughs> and just he gives her a glance. But his daughter, he gives he her a glance. Oh, none of the no. yeah. I wrote wife snub cold, and then <laughs> oh, I really cold. and then I started singing like he dies, and then I started singing uh, "You Gave Love a Bad Name" by Bon Jovi, and Danielle wasn't amused. <laughs> like the dude dies, and I'm like, shot to the heart, and you're too late. And I thought I was oh, being funny. That's good. I always good skip. Bit. So whenever I watch this, I always skip. This part. I always skip the like intro part and then this part because it's like, we know it's Cinderella. He <laughs> dies. So I always yeah. start like, you know, when she's Drew Barrymore. The flash forward. Yeah. I, wrote, I wrote Drew Barrymore doing 15% of an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the other really, really funny thing that I don't think is bad, I think it's funny, is that the, the fairy godmother is the role is played by Leonardo da Vinci, which is insane, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah I, it reminded me of assassin's creed 2 uh which, oh my god he was the fairy godmother yeah he's the fairy godmother yeah. role the whole time i was like so we're replacing magic with science which is like kinda what kind of propaganda cool. is this like so uh, this and and they make him quirky kind of like a merlin kind of character because he's walking on yeah. water and he's got his with flying his contraption and yeah it's very very cool would the, that work the whole mona lisa thing no uh, uh mythbusters tried it no um, the whole Mona Lisa thing you brought up is BS because Mona Lisa was painted on a piece of wood and couldn't be. It rolled. is not historically uh, accurate. Well. I was also but it's like, okay. Nice waterproof Mona Lisa because they end up with the water with it. So that makes sense <laughs> about him 
I wrote down that there were two useless characters. Da Vinci, which no. now I know. Uh, but her <laughs> oh best God. friend. The he dude. was pointless. No, he brings Da Vinci to the castle to get Cinderella yeah. out of the thing. Yeah. Serves some purpose. Okay. I mean, he also yeah. spills the beans. He also spills the beans. He spills the beans tells, on where uh, she's staying. Yeah. Tells yeah. the prince, like, who's, "Oh yeah, she's right over there." Who her cousin is, yeah. I mean, he's not important, but no. he's he is he he's like the piece of thread that ties a couple loose ends together. So not useless. Um, I just hope he didn't have a crush on Danielle. You know the short guy, the short evil guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he voice yeah. he voices Dobby in Harry Potter. Oh yeah, I didn't know it's that. Pretty neat. Because what I was doing this whole movie, because the my, one of my critiques of this film, really, one of my only critiques of this film is that the first half of it is really slow. Uh, yeah, for a man, pacing. for a man, it has yeah. really slow <laughs> yeah. pacing. Because I'm like, I don't care. Also, I'm going. Where's the pumpkin carriage? You know what I mean? I was trying to Disney's Cinderella. Yeah. Half the fun is the magic, and they just gave us mechanics. Did you watch this movie one time? Carl? I watched it literally the day after we pulled it, so it was like very foggy, and I put it so on the background today. So you watched like 14 days ago? <laughs> yeah. I put it on the background today, but I didn't like pay attention. I, like, it, you know. <laughs> I feel like the departure yeah. from Cinderella really threw Cameron off. Oh, it threw me off so hard. So, but that's why I, but like, those I, are all the elements that I love. I love that the one stepsister is sympathetic and like then has her own like yeah, redemption and like love. Yeah. In the credits, what? there's like evil her. stepsister and nice, literally in quotes, stepsister. She got to be mean to her. I assume she was mean to her her whole life. And then all of a sudden she gets to be nice and be on the other side of it. Like, well, come on. I, there you are, deserve I to get your eyes plucked kind of, Wow. There are, there are looks that she gives during certain scenes where you're like, hmm, she's... Not quite, you, you know, know, and she's yeah. not pretty. She's not so her board. mom, her mom hates her, you know, because she's yeah, like, she's not as I can't marry as... you off to the prince. You're worthless to me. She's not yeah. as pretty as the blonde one that looks like one of the witches from. Uh, yeah. Didn't she make her dress Hocus in like Pocus. a pig costume or something? Yeah, a horse. horse. Yeah, a horse. but then she <laughs> finds the other guy, the, other the, horse. the prince's dude. That's also <laughs> that a horse. Funny. Yeah, that's a good thing. That I did fun. like the king at one point, Prince Charming's dad, uh, yells. I wrote this down. I'm going to read it as I wrote it. Okay. Quote. You are the crown prince of France, quote, a British man. <laughs> <laughs> and then later, the, the, I had a note on the prince. Um, where is it? So the prince is a Scottish man with an Italian complexion and a British accent who's supposed to be French. Got it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. Um, we just ignore it. Listen, in America, French accents don't exist in movies. It's just they don't. Speaking of the Da Vinci scene, uh, the only quote I wrote down other than that one is uh, when Da Vinci is walking on water and he finds Danielle in the water and goes, hello. And she freaks out. He ends that scene by saying, I shall leave walking on water to the son of God. And that's very funny to me. I cracked up with that. It's a good line. Da Vinci is a great character. Then we have the tennis scene. Let's talk about the tennis scene. Cause you hate the tennis scene. I hate the tennis scene. Well, so tennis? again, I watched this for the first time when I was in sixth grade. So like the worst thing to me were the cups. You called them, quote, penis things. It's like the droogs in Clockwork Orange. Like, why did they not put them inside the pants? Like, why are they just out? They also have Prince Charming in linen pants for, like, the whole second half of the movie, and his dick is just right there. Dude is packing. He is. flopping around. It is. He's just hanging brain the whole movie. That's why I love it. Yeah, you're like, look at these dicks. Can't wait for these hot points, yeah. Oh, man. Did you do hot I points? heard something, and I want to see if you guys heard it. When the prince goes after the stolen painting that turns out to be Mona Lisa, right. it sounds like he hits the horse and he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> no, I don't. I didn't hear that. Go to the 20 mark, the 20 minute mark. I listened to it four times and I'm like, I swear to God, like, it sounds just like it, huh. which there's no way. But it's, I mean, it, yeah, like, da Vinci, I, I like, it's, hmm? it's the scene where Da Vinci's trying to sell him on helping me out, essentially. He's like, yeah. The bandits took it. And, and he's he, like, there's some time thing where he's being chased by somebody else too. And he's like, I don't know if I have time to do both. And he like, he goes like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And like, goes <laughs> no, off the horse. No way. It, it sounds, I mean, there's definitely no way, but it's, it's like, I, it's uncanny. <laughs> like, it's I'll so have to look that up after the show. Yeah, I just to go tried back and let to, me know, but yeah. don't Google that. 
Yeah. <laughs> not the search results that I wanted to search. Google Prince fuck, Charming fuck 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 fuck. fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> no! How many? No! <laughs> and Google's like, no results. Safe search is on. Blurs all the results. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, there's the scene, too, where um, it's a really cool scene. Clear Speaking of 1990s, um, <laughs> like, feminism, history. where Drew, I don't remember why Drew Barrymore is in the woods. So they go. So he comes and pick, picks her up. And he says, would you like to go with me to the monastery? And then they go to the monastery and they talk about books and art and they. Find That's right, them. and he's like, and I've he never seen anyone with as much passion in all my years of getting tutored as you have. And you hated it. And hated I, it. And I was like, you were like, Ugh, dumb, cringe. dumb. <laughs> yeah. I didn't and so, like that line. But then on the way home, his carriage, the wheel falls off or whatever, so they can they walk back. And get lost because he's they a get man. Accosted by didn't bandits. ask for directions. And he's on the ground, and she's up on a hill. She climbs up the hill. And and um leaves her dress or something. So yeah, she, she could have climb climbed better. in the big old dress. And uh they get attacked by bandits, and Prince Charming uh says to Cinderella, Stay aloft, madam. <laughs> and I said, That must have been a rewrite. We need more medieval sounding words and stay there ain't doing it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> stay off, madam. <laughs> and uh, there's a really good scene where she negoti- She does negotiate with terrorists, like the U.S. government. And um, they get. They tell her, like, you can take anything you can carry. And she just picks <laughs> Prince Charming's ass up. And all the bandits start laughing. And they all do a face turn. And they end up, like, partying yeah, and hanging we'll, out together. We'll give you a horse. And that's a good movie. I like yeah. that. And so then they even get invited to the ball. Yeah, it's great. Or to the wedding. Something. The, Something. They get invited to the ball. So then, well, we're watching that scene in our living room, and I look at Cameron, and I go, I don't think I could pick you up to save you. You'd just be dead. And so Cameron goes, try. And I'm <laughs> so like, she, she, oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so we didn't do a fire. This is what the fire was about. We didn't commit to no. fireman carry. No, I don't think I could do it. But I did but like. But she did like do I, the hook and held me for a couple of seconds. I did and a like, step. Yeah. So I'm like, I could maybe do it, especially if, you know, his life was at risk yeah, and my adrenaline was rushing. Yep. Like, yeah. All right, I Women can, can lift you. cars yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I think that yeah. was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's a great scene. That was a good one. Also, it's based off of an actual like historical yeah. like tell. T- I don't know if it's a tall tale if it really happened, but there was like a castle that was under the siege, and like the siegers were like, you know, they were gonna let the women go, and they told them you can take whatever you can carry, and they all carried their husbands out. The dogs are arguing. So that's kind of based on an actual like, hmm. you know, <laughs> myth or legend, if hey, you will. Shut up. Yeah. Why are you barking? I feel like it leans on myth. There's no way everyone nah. can carry their husband. But it's a damn good myth. It's a good yeah. myth. Um, can we skip to the ball? Yeah. Let's skip to the ball. The rest of the movie is a lot of, you know, falling in love back and, and talking back and forth. Yeah. It's I, a lot of fast. Really slow pace. You know, I yeah. love it. Him trying it. to find her. Stepmother's being rude. Stepmother. Oh, stealing clothes. and It's all whatever. Uh, important. Punch, punching <laughs> your sister. Yeah. Sister's burning a book. Important, but not awful. worth. That was awful. Not worth uh, thirty minutes of people's lives. So let's skip to the ball. Skip um, to the good part. <coughs> so. Uh, Thank you. Got you. How does she get to the ball? Oh, Da Vinci. Da Vinci comes. Breaks her out. But before that, we have like a scene where. <sighs> It's Horsehead Guy, right? Or somebody knocks the short guy out. Like the evil short guy. It's her friend Gustav. Gustav. Oh, he does have a purpose. So he's taking a leak. The short little minion man is taking a leak. Drops something on his head. He drops a pot full of poop on his head. And I went, that killed him. And (laughs) Danielle goes, no, he's just knocked out. And I said, do we ever see that character again? And she goes, no. no. <laughs> oh he killed that man with a shit pot. Yeah. That's canon. What a way to go. That bitch That's is dead. Uh, and then this is the point of the scene. Yeah. So um, what's his face? Help. Da Vinci? Da Vinci? Nope. The dude Gustav. 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 No. Gustav. Yeah. Uh, I sang the Gaston song a lot last night. No, Gustav goes and gets Da Vinci. And Da Vinci uh, breaks Cinderella. She's been locked in a cellar. Or uh, breaks Cinderella out by just pulling the hinge pins. That was that was funny. Really Genius. funny. Although hilarious that then they like 
move the door as if it was on opposite hinges, and also you can't just pull out. Go go try to pull pinch, uh, hinge pins out. Nah. It is Da Vinci. It's Da Vinci. It was a medieval door. He had that Italian magic. You know. That's the, true. The, that the pizza hands just the pizza, pizza hands. hands. <laughs> pizza hands. Uh, and that's where it was apparent to me that I wrote down Da Vinci being the fairy godmother is bold, ridiculous, and egregious, but I like it. Um, <laughs> uh, talk about the evil stepmother ruining the ball because it was uh that that was an interesting twist too. Just. At the ball, so yeah, she, like exposing. Yeah, well, know, she gets to the ball. You'll have and, to explain, I guess, backstory uh, about um, how Cinderella's been lying to Prince Charming this whole time. Well, yeah, well, she originally goes and meets Prince Charming because she's going to save one of their servants who gets sold to the Americas, and she gets the money, and she's like, "I'm gonna go buy him back." It's one of the servants' husbands who is also a servant. Yeah, because yeah. the stepmother's just been selling shit to keep the place afloat. Rude. Um. So. You know, I think because she was there at the castle, you know, she had to come up with a fake. I think the prince is like, you know, tell me your name because he's immediately enraptured with her with love. Sure. She's bold. She's speaking her mind. She's saving men from slavery. Oh boy. What a queen, <laughs> you know. And so she lies and gives them a false name. And then it just kind of spirals from there. Her mother's name is what she gives She him. tries to tell him several times the truth. Including right before this happens. He don't want to listen because he's a man, of course. So as he's going to be like, let's go meet my dad or whatever. I don't know. You know, they're running through the crowd and stepmother grabs her, and rips her wing off and then exposes her. So it's like basically she's a servant. She's of no nobility and she's been lying to you. And then Prince Charming is bummed out about it. Yep. He's been li- He's been had. I mean, kind of reasonable. It's pretty reasonable. It's reasonable. Uh, and then I'm with you. Da Vinci gives him the business. He like. Literally yells horse shit at him and tells him, oh, like, yeah. you're blowing your opportunity. And then he puts the shoe on the wall because she does leave the shoe behind. Um, and uh, this is probably where we talk about our shoe fight. <laughs> oh, boy. So here's the deal. I wrote down in my notes, when Da Vinci puts the shoe on the wall, I went, it feels like they've written themselves into a corner with this shoe. Because, like we said in the original, the shoe is the driving force behind the Cinderella plot. It is the only thing that Prince Charming has to try to find this nameless woman he's never seen her met before, doesn't know her name, he just knows she wore this shoe. Somehow nobody else in the world is going to have this shoe. Mm. And I have to use this shoe to find her. However, in this film, because Cinderella and Prince Charming have met and have talked to each other for 90 minutes, the shoe then has almost no purpose. It is a shitty engagement ring at the end of the movie. And I felt that that was a, one of the greatest departures from the source material um, to this movie. What she heard is, screw your stupid, dumb movie that changed things. And while I'm tr- and then I'm getting frustrated trying to prove my point because what I'm hearing is you're not making an intelligent well, showcase of the differences between these two movies. And then I'm like, screw you. I'm being smart. <laughs> and it was a 30 minute uh, row. And I was trying, well, what I was trying I was to explain off. was like, it, you're right, but you thought it I was saying it was matter. worse for it. Yeah. You were, I thought you were saying the movie was like the fact that the shoe didn't matter, made the movie worse. And I was saying, no, it does. Like, I don't think it, it doesn't it, matter. I don't think it makes it better to be fair. But when you, when you rewrite Cinderella like this, Something has to give. Two things gave, really. Although we had a replacement for Fairy Godmother, but there's no magic in this. There's no singing rats either. I think the rats are the best part. The magic of of love. Mm. Um, You know, there's none of that stuff. No carriage, no Fairy Godmother, no magic. We have Leonardo da Vinci, which is equally ridiculous, maybe even more so. So that gets a thumbs up for me because that's (laughs) fantastically funny. But I still maintain that when you write a story like this, they had to have been at the writer's room going, what do we do with the slipper? We have to do something with the slipper because it's not Cinderella without the slipper. My retort would have been, yes, it is, because we've changed literally almost everything about this story functionally while still maintaining loosely the same narrative because we have them talking to one another. And that is very evident as you're watching the movie because if you had seen Cinderella, you would have been spending the entire first hour and 20 minutes going, where is the ball? 
That's what you would have been doing. That's what I was mm. doing. Going, when is the ball going to happen? Uh, and then it became very evident that that whole thing was going to, like they flipped the script on its head almost as far as timeline goes. They go, wah. Mm. And the ball is in freaking act. It's like the bridge between act two and three. Um, mm. And uh, I, I don't think it's bad. I definitely do not prefer it to um, Cinderella, Cinderella. But also, like, my favorite Cinderella, again, is the grim, like, the original grim writing. Yeah. I think, too, part of why, like, I got flustered last night was my one of my other favorite things is Wicked. Oh, and God, as soon as it. we got to the ending, like, Cameron, Cameron I was, was on in. board in that he musical was on board. for two hours. And then they... <laughs> unkilled uh alphaba and i'm like dumb i felt that that pulling that punch was weak in the exact same way that i felt that in rise of skywalker <laughs> after they <laughs> killed chewbacca and then went nope. nope that's dumb that's cowardly kill him it's a better movie if you kill chewbacca it's also Ooh. stupid because you're pulling at heartstrings just Put for a, a, an emotional response but it's cowardice to then rewind That's on it. all movies. No, no, no. It's it's different like in that s- situation. And I feel like this is similar. I wrote an analogy today. So, but anyways, today. we got like one of my favorite things. We watched that together. And, you know, as soon as like the ending changed and shifted, you were out. I was like, and that movie's stupid. I'm like, here's another play. one of my favorite things. And as soon as like <laughs> it's different enough, Cameron was like, I'm out. He did. And what you I were heard so was excited that he was watching it. With I you. know. So when he said that, I was like, "God damn it, he's out again!" Well, like he with, hates everything with that Wicked, I love. With Wicked, it's like Wicked's pretty cool because if you've seen Wizard of Oz, <laughs> Wicked really tiptoes around Wizard of Oz scenes because yeah. it's like, oh, the, here's what the Wicked Witch of the West essentially was doing while Dorothy was doing all this shit, and it t- it kind of peeks you behind the curtain. It's like the flip side of the coin, and then they took this coin and went, "It's now worth a million zillion." at the end and, and, and I didn't like it but they're in love because she it's too the, happy she loves the scarecrow I think go off and, be in love and then they become oh. human and it's stupid God. they don't become I, I don't know I don't so know what here's what I wrote down here's what I wrote down this morning uh, and this is going to be a Star Wars analogy and it is going to be <laughs> loose everyone is shocked okay loose. we've never had I'm a Star loose. Wars analogy here's a loose one and this is so here's the thing here's what I wrote down changing the story to where Prince Charming and Cinderella know one another before the ball and thus removing the narrative climax of the slipper fitting is like rewriting Star Wars to where when Obi-Wan and Luke are on Tatooine right after they get attacked by the Tusken Raiders and he asks him like, oh, the more elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Um, It's like if Obi-Wan tells Luke that Vader is his father then. You still get the narrative of the I sense good in him, redemptive arc of Vader in Return of the Jedi, but you lose the no, I'm your father moment in Empire as a consequence. And that's a similar thing to me with this movie, where you lose the climax of this movie doesn't hit the same when the shoe fits, is my point. You get the same story, essentially. You would get the same story in Star Wars, but you lose two pivotal moments. You lose No, I Am Your Father. You lose the slipper fitting. Ah, it's the woman I've been looking for. That was my point. I see. The difference is, though, the audience isn't in on the I Am Your Father moment, but we are in on who Cinderella is. Right, so it is a little different. But But I see what you're saying. That's kind of the analogy. Like You end up with loosely the same story, but you switch one impactful moment for another. So to your point, the audience is in on it. I obviously wasn't because I didn't know anything about this. <laughs> That's so funny. I could not care less <laughs> about insane. the shoe. It meant you, nothing to me. I was not bothered by it, obviously, because I don't have any reference for it. We should watch this. It was not, just a thing that happened. This is not yeah. a bit. I want to do a month this year where we watch old Disney movies. And I, the first one I want to watch is Cinderella. All for right. you to be like, I'm in. Oh. Plus, they're have all you seen like Snow White. I'm sure. I don't. Are you sure? But like, are we sure? I brought. I brought. I would be sure. I am picturing scenes, but Cinderella. Okay, that also just might be from being on the Snow White. Snow White. uh, Cinderella. I brought up Sleeping Beauty, and Daniel said, "Meh." Well, there's just so like there's so many. Beauty and the Beast over Sleeping Beauty. Beauty and the Beast for sure. Exactly what I said. And like Lion King. Have you seen Lion King? Yeah. Okay. I have seen Lion King. Like, oh my god. There's a couple I've never seen that I want to watch, like Treasure Planet, Monsters Inc. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so good. Yeah, I feel like that one's new Monsters enough. Monsters Inc's great. 
So it was just funny too yeah. during the whole like totally proposal there. moment. That's was, when we were like fighting a piss. We had to pause the movie, and I was like, "Oh, this was mid movie. Oh, this I was, was like, mid movie. We had twelve no. minutes like, left. Wait, yeah. and I'm like, "No, you're not listening to me." No. And like, <laughs> then I went and made a drink. It's like this <laughs> romantic climax. He is pouring his heart out. He is coming to her not as a prince but a man in love, oh. and he takes off her dirty shoe just and puts Henry. on the jeweled because shoe because we have because to shoehorn the jeweled and shoe in. We're pissed off Literally. at each other. Like it was just terrible. Like it was terrible. You did this, Drew Barrymore. Thanks, dude. They, it's all Drew Barrymore's fault. And then <laughs> another um, hilarious moment. Drew Barrymore enters the ball, and all Cameron could say what? is how wide set her eyes were. <laughs> oh, yeah, she looks like a damn alien. So, again, she's in her beautiful dress. Why does she, she have wings? Because <laughs> Da Vinci... She da Vinci it's, it's a masquerade ball. It's a masquerade yeah. ball. Yeah. She, like, she had winged eye makeup, and it, the eye makeup was, like, platinum. And, f like, whatever contours they did, like, almost moved her eyes to the side of her head. <laughs> like a bird. And I was like, in her head. she yeah. looks... Like her, I said out loud, her eyes are in different zip codes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's rude. Oh my God. I don't like Drew Barrymore. I, don't, I, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not going to knock her looks officially on a podcast, but I did say that. You did. <laughs> you did say that. I think it's makeup's fault, not her fault. I don't think her eyes are really mm. far apart normally. Just in that scene. In that scene. The way they did her eye makeup, I was hidden. like, wow, she's got a six inches <laughs> in between her eyeballs right now. I, uh, I tried to watch. Because I guess on she has her own talk show. Yeah. I've never seen it. It's really cringy. Have you seen clips where she like... No. Dude, so with her talk show, no. she's actually come under fire on like Twitter and stuff for this because she has no regard for people's personal space. So what she will do is like, you know, it's, a, it's your typical Ellen or anything, Graham Norton show, whatever talk show where the host is in chair and there's a couch for the guest or two guests or whatever. Yeah. She, if the guest talks about anything emotional, she gets on the floor, basically in between their legs, grabs both of their hands and tries to like physically connect. And I would be like punching her in the face. I'd be like, get away from me. Yeah, and like also that. it's like, as a viewer, it's like, can you stop touching Oprah? <laughs> like <laughs> Oprah doesn't need you to be like, Oh, holding her hands and like getting all up in her business. I'd be like, get away from me. I'm uh, Oprah. It's the worst. She's oh, just so. Like Drew Barrymore is known for like, she was kind of traumatized as a child actor. So I think everyone knows she's, she's a little, little crazy. Yeah, but little don't, I don't, I don't think cookie. that that gives you a license to traumatize me on your talk show. You're right. I'd be like, get out of here, man. Come on. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Like, be a like. I how I took it. I didn't know that. How I took it was like, oh, I've got to be like. This is my unique spin on talk shows. I'll get up or just try their clothes, trying to create a moment, right? Yeah. The, and that too is like, mm. oh, this will be viral, and it's yeah, like, yeah, that's that's gross, dumb, dumb. But no, Kelly I, Clarkson would never. Kelly, oh, don't bring Kelly into this. She's perfect. <laughs> that's what I said. Um, I love Kelly Clarkson. I love her. She looks good. Yeah, she looks. Great. She's looking good. Anyways, <laughs> go watch Kelly Clarkson yeah. show. Uh, but Drew Barrymore. <laughs> that, that throat clear. <laughs> Are you anti Kelly Clarkson, Carl? <laughs> no, no, no. He just can't be bothered. He doesn't watch daytime television. You know, I'm just like, we're, this is the weirdest episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have like, no strong opinion on Drew Barrymore, but I kept thinking, like, her name is Drew. Yeah, I said that. Name, it sounds right. I said that last night. Where, like. Say, yeah, it's. It's the yeah, first it's like time Drew Danielle and her okay. we're talking over each other. It's the first time yeah, sorry. I said Drew and Danielle went, ooh, when you say just Drew ooh. instead of yeah. Drew Barrymore, it's odd. It's odd. It's mm. weird. I was like, Drew, Carrie, Drew. How can they both have the same first name? Like, it's so <laughs> weird. I was just like, imagine you're on the set and you're like, okay, Drew, give me one more. And then she turns like, it's like, what? That's not who I thought was going to answer. Like, it's weird. I don't know. That's all I could think about the whole time. I was just like, Drew. Drew like, Carey is definitely Drew. like, like Drew to me. Like I he hear, looks like he's a Drew. The better Drew I hear for Cleveland sure. rocks when I hear the yeah. name Drew. Ohio. <laughs> she looks like an alley or something like not a, Drew. Yeah. a weird choice. But like yeah. A-L-L-I-E alley. That's what she Oh yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. 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 Not a Y. Um, so, all yeah, right. That was my main takeaway. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, why did they name her that? We're heading for a, a, a short-ish episode, so I want to make a, a a wrap on this by saying, 
Final thoughts from you um, on your choice. You never really, well, you did say why. It was yeah. your favorite because it was your comfort food. I mean, yeah, it's like comfort food to me. I mean, I mean enough. Yeah. you know, it checks all the boxes of things that I like. Like we said, romance, it's a fairy tale, it's period drama. It's, I think it's got a good story. I like the development of the relationships. Um, so of the four versions of Cinderella that we have, right? Disney's done a live action, right? Yeah, so which I also Ever really like that one. We have the original Cinderella, we have oh, Ever After, we have Disney's Cinderella, so and then we have the black Cinderella that I wanted to watch and thought this was with Whoopi Goldberg. We need to, that. Which apparently is trash. Not for the podcast, but me and Cameron should watch it just because it's a hilarious Is this experience. your favorite? Yes. Oh, God. See, that is insane to me. No, but this I'm, is a, my I'm an originals kind of guy. I like the first of things. Yeah, no. I like, I just like the expansion of this story. I like, I, the original Cinderella, there's no character development it's just you know we go to a ball it's love at first sight oh here's my shoe it fits it is you shallow know? so it's very <laughs> shallow well, well you get a little more um cinderella at home being bummed out because we have the whole re- the mice yeah thing and, and, and stuff so there's a little more of that but um, i don't like i it's also like an hour yeah, it moves. It's quick. It's when I've watched Disney it as an adult, it's, I'm like, oh my god, this is already over. It's over. Yeah. But as a kid, I remember the scene where like the mice are trying to steal the key and get it yeah. up to Cinderella. I remember that dragging on for forever and Tension. being like, oh my god, like hurry up, these mice with their stupid key. Like, <laughs> so what Cinderella <laughs> should I go watch after this? The, the Disney, Disney one. probably yeah. the Disney one. But also don't because we might watch it. Right, for yeah. this. right. We might. There's also show. a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray, which is also wow up there. Nope. It's so good. Chad it's Michael. 2004. The ball is the Halloween dance. It's 20 years ago. The like secret relationship oh. is texting and uh, like aim messaging. <laughs> hey, we oh, in, in the fall. It's so good. Late summer or fall? I think it's in August. Stop. We have the the 20th anniversary of Reliant K's album. Mm-hmm. Mm. I went to mm-hmm. that 10 year anniversary tour. <laughs> <laughs> so and that was just a couple years. I ago. was an adult ten years ago. So it's ten years ago. You uh, were an adult ten years. ago Oh my god! Yeah, are we're we old. are we dying, Carl? Uh, you've <laughs> yes. been awfully quiet. You mentioned I talked you, so much last episode. I'm trying to balance Jesus out the scales. Christ, you sure <laughs> did. Um, I there were I, I I said this to Danielle. I'm like there were two or three moments last episode where I like had something to say or had a quote and you could feel the show like slot back <laughs> into its normal rhythm. And then you would just hit the gas again. <laughs> it was really funny. I want to know, cause you alluded briefly last week when we were talking about uh, a dodging a bullet of not having to talk about this movie <laughs> and B I hadn't seen it yet. Neither had he. Um, I want to know your thought. Cause you alluded to not liking it is where I'm getting at. So um, yeah, I want to know your, uh, had you seen the original Cinderella? Where does this I've seen the original? Yeah. Um, I've only seen the original and then this one. And I feel like at least I was the right age to watch Cinderella and this. I'm just way too old. I've got no nostalgia. And I, I definitely was like looking to see how much time was left. Yeah, a lot it's got that this. early 2000s feel too. Yeah. Which it, feel it feels like a straight, like a Disney straight to TV movie. I mean, I thought it yeah. was pretty good. Leonardo da Vinci was cool. I love art. So that was nice to see. But yeah, other than that, I was just like, all right, let's, it's kind of tropey. And I, I could see it being a comfort movie, but it was not my kind of comfort did you, movie. Did you have any qualms about the way the story changed between the original and this, or, or am I just neurotic? Well, I mean, taken, <laughs> I mean, the, the slipper is like the main iconography. It's like the most, you know, it's the, pulp the biggest thing briefcase. in that movie. Yeah, or is or, or the it's apple even more Snow important. White. Like, yeah, it, the apple Snow White. So, so it's kind of weird to subvert that symbolism and kind of undermine it a little bit. But I mean, I think they took such big swings with everything else that yeah, you kind of have to sweep it under to kind of make it its own new thing. Yeah, I think it was effective. I don't know. It's tough. I have Certainly to not rewatch the original story. Scene. Yeah, I don't think it's dumb. It still works in every way. They just kind of yeah connected those dots in a different order. I just I think I became borderline distracted by the differences throughout, especially it's uh, pretty uh, it's pretty different. Getting blue balled by the lack of yeah. the the ball happening like that was crazy. Yeah, I also thought it was supposed to happen in the 1700s, like the original Disney one. So like I was I was like, how's Leonardo da Vinci around right now? I was like, are they just pulling him out of time? Like is he died in like fifteen yeah, nineteen yeah. or something? So I thought it was like I thought it took place in the same time, but yeah, I looked it up and I was like, okay, we're in the Middle Ages. Yeah, but we're in the sixteenth century, yeah. I believe. So you are maybe the most interesting one because you yeah. had never seen Cinderella. You had to watch a five minute right. Cinderella <laughs> for dummies. Everything we you told guys... you to go in blind, by the way. 
and you ignored us. <laughs> I just, I don't know if it made a much of a difference. But nah, I just, probably it not. Didn't. It didn't. It didn't. So you're. I don't know. I just there. Everything you guys have had gripes with, it's just like that was just the movie. Right. I don't, I don't have any frame of reference <laughs> for why not, that's good or are bad. Are you fairy tales at all? Because you like I watched all this crap because I had a younger sister. Your no. sister's older than you. Yeah. Uh, and you are also like probably just watching Bible Man. Yeah. And whatever else. I meant to like text my mom the other night and be like, what did I even watch growing up? What did I do? <laughs> you should do that. I don't know. And also be like, Cinderella's not that bad, mom. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did do that with my mom with Lord of the Rings. Be like, it's not. Or Harry Potter. I'm like, what, what, what were you on mm. about? Yeah. They say spells. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. It yep. was the whole witchcraft thing. I wasn't allowed to play uh, Pokemon either as a kid. Like a lot of weird restrictions. Because it stands there. for Pocket but Monster. Yeah. Cinderella still made it through for you. I don't know why not me. Well, I was. It was most of the high fantasy stuff that my family was not. You know, I mean, yeah. my my no, my same. parents were children of the seventies with the whole D and D scare and that being witchcraft and all that stuff and. Uh, uh, you know, a fantasy was a buzzword for it, it was a synonym with satanic, basically, if you were uh, in the yep. in the right slash wrong circle of the 1970s. Dan Harmon talks about this all, all, all the time on Harmontown uh, because he grew up. He's our parents age uh, and, and was into D&D &D and stuff. So um, but no, I'm, I'm interested. So you're not many fairy tales at all. No. So you're have the very, very odd um, position of watching fairy tales for the first time as a 30 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should be interesting. Well, so what does it do for you, or what does it not do? I, this didn't even really. F Maybe I just don't know how to define fairy. Tale. This didn't feel like a fairy tale to me. It was just a interesting because I thought there was going to be more magic, and like I think that would have made it feel. You should watch the. Uh, original. This was just a, a love story sort of. I don't know. Is just, that why you? I don't like have it? a lot of. Thoughts on it. It's, a love story? it's well, more historical well, you, than fantasy. Does it work more for you because it strips out the fantasy and replaces and grounds it a little more? Like, why does it work? Um, is it just the writing or is it setting as well? Well, I definitely like the setting because, like I said, I like I pe like period stuff. Um, yeah, Pride and but I also stuff. like I love magic and musicals, which this is this neither. Is not, and the Disney um, movies are they toe the line of music. But yeah, too. I don't know. I like I like the love story, and I don't remember. I had a thought, well, this, and now it's gone. It is definitely more love story than the original. Like Sleeping Beauty, for example, is kind of like borderline essay-ish because it's like oh she, kiss like, this sleeping yeah. lady and she'll wake up oh, that's kind of mm. gross well and like sleeping beauty has like no talking lines in her own movie like yeah she's she, she literally yeah she pricks her finger on a what do you call them a spinning wheel spinning wheel or whatever like a, she's like a spinstress and she touches this thing she's not supposed to touch very adam and eve and falls asleep um mm. and then there's a dragon mm. and sleeping beauty kind of sucks doesn't it yeah, I like the scene. <laughs> that's not a good movie. <laughs> I like the scene where they dance in the forest, and that's it. I don't really like I don't any of the rest. Remember that? Oh. Yeah, we're gonna have so to good. hit some uh, uh, some Disney films for you. Some of the classic stuff. Um, far be it from me to hold you from the classics. Okay. Oh, I remember what I was gonna oh, say. Oh God! Before we um, do hit and or miss. Oh, now it's gone again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So I don't like I don't like I like my entertainment to be very I like a happy ending. So I like that this is grounded, but at the same time it's still very fantasy as in like, you know, it's historical, but there's a lot of inaccuracies. So it's got enough of like a fairy tale-ness to it. And like, you know, this would never happen in real life. You know, in real life, when that guy like buys her and takes her to his house. She'd be chained up and like forced to marry him. She wouldn't get the choice to really rescue herself. Yeah. So there's still definitely some like fantasiness to it, but it is a lot more grounded and relationshipy. So. All right. I don't know. Well, let's move on. It's it's nineties fantasy. Yeah. So nineties, yeah. dude. So nineties. That's yeah. me. This is Not the really. leg warmers of fantasy. Leg warmers were nineties, were they? No, they're more eighties. Eighties. Oh, yeah. Shit. All right. Well, let's do some hot points. Um, let's start with Danielle because it's your movie. Hot, hot points. points? Yeah. Or did no, you hit, hit or miss. Hit, <laughs> hit or miss. Sorry, I'm no, playing the okay. hot points music. I read hot points. I want to. I didn't do hot points because I was just so distracted by the experience with Cameron and then right. our fight that I have. So it's really a shame because I was really excited to do hot points and then that just left my brain. What can you do? So, but as far as hit, hit or miss, you I mean, have like obviously. A gut feeling? 
Yeah, the hot points music is playing. Screw it. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, because he's really not that physically hot to he's me. He's got that 90s hair, though. He's got that Uncle Joey hair. I think like a six or seven. <laughs> That's a not six terrible. Or seven. Uncle Joey. Like, like I don't Jonathan like... Taylor Thomas hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not that physically no, he attractive doesn't do it for you. to me. But... He's, he's got to lose one point for getting carried. What? His little... He's got to lose one point for getting carried. Yeah. No. His little that's dick not. doesn't speak to you. His little dick. <laughs> his little, yeah, that's got to be two his, points. His old no. chap. That, that thing put, ain't little. Put your uh, cup right. in your pants. Like, what was the costume department doing? I, I don't know. understand. He would definitely <laughs> lose a, a weird point. Choice. He would lose a point for that because it's weird to right. look at. I don't like it. Hmm. All right. So, Let's do uh, hit me or miss now, for, starting with you. Well, obviously for me, it's a hit. Obviously for you, it's a hit. It's one of my favorite uh, movies. I'm interested in Carl. He's going to give it a miss I, for like the first time ever. Yeah, no, he's I think it might. Yeah, I've given some misses. I'm going to give it a miss just because it's not my kind of movie. And honestly, I'm a little upset that I watched this twice and she got out of watching my movie. So maybe it's a little <laughs> bit of uh, This is a vindictive miss. Carl, you know? can I just tell you how vindictive I would have been on the last episode? Dude, it would have been to, rough. It would have been fun. I would have gotten... <laughs> as soon as you tried to assign any deep meaning to super bad, I would have been like, shut I don't, up. We don't need to talk about that movie ever again. Yeah, oh, yeah we've, we've done enough lip service or I have for a lifetime. Time. So miss for I you. I, I feel like that was obvious, uh, Nick. Um, <coughs> this is because I don't. I went into this not knowing anything about Cinderella. This was just a just a movie, a brand new story for me. <laughs> Which is so insane. Oh, so insane. On top of that, knowing it was obviously from Cinderella, I expected a lot more magic and mystery. And yeah, it was a miss for me. Miss, I'm gonna go mm. mid because. I can't get over the changes. They don't do it for me. I prefer the original, really, the Brothers Grimm original Cinderella story. And if you're going to, like, Febreze clean that up, I want the Disney animated version from the 50s. I, I, uh, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't. I thought it was slow. Um, but I wasn't like, Mah! for really any of it. Uh, uh, but the, the, the slipper taking a backseat bummed me out. I don't know. I can't get over that. I didn't expect you guys to like it, but no regrets on Pink. No That's regrets. Good. And speaking so. of making us like things, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're reviving oh, the bucket no. for season two. Four more chances. We're reviving the bucket for season two, and we are going to do our second themed month in a row. Not every month will be themed. Uh, if if I didn't just play them. the hot point music, I would play it again because uh, it's very romantic. It is very We are romantic. doing rom-com month for February. It's the month of love. Clap, clap, clap. One of my clap. least favorite holidays of all time yep. is Valentine's Day. But it's um, right after my birthday, which is your favorite holiday because I'm your favorite and I'm your wife and you love me so much. I don't really have a favorite holiday. <laughs> I think holidays are dumb. Uh, Valentine's Day is my third least favorite holiday. What's your first? Uh, yeah, all the, all the, the Hallmark down. holidays piss me off. So Mother's Day, okay. Father's Day. I don't really count those. Like you don't get a day off work. Well, I guess you don't get a day off work for Valentine's Day. Either. No, you do not. But I don't know. I don't like any of the Hallmark holidays because it's just blatant consumerism. It's just and pressure. It, and it, it, it gives our parents ways to make us feel bad for not. Correct. You didn't call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it uh, makes me really mad. So um, why don't you do the honors? <gasps> so we picked four movies, four rom-coms for February. Four rom-coms. Who knows um, what they are? Because I don't. I know what they are. They will be a surprise okay. to do you, you two because we have the I don't want to know. He doesn't want to know. You picked I one. Be you picked you one. You picked one. I picked one. Ooh. Danielle picked okay. one. And Danielle and I picked the fourth. Sorry. No. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. So <laughs> the one I picked, if... The we one I picked is barely a rom-com. Rom I will yeah. say that. You didn't know Cinderella. You're not going to know any rom-com. No, yeah. <laughs> Come on. I should have not been involved. You don't need pre-existing knowledge for rom-coms. But if we hadn't already had rom-com month planned... The movie we're watching would be in place of ever. And after. anyway, yep. Um, so. Our, and we're pulling, right? We're pulling it random. All right, you want me to pull? Okay. So right. So we have these are I all really pretty don't. much. Three of these are bona fide classics, and then there's the one I wanted to shoehorn in because it's technically a rom com, <laughs> but really, it is also my favorite Sinatra film of all time. Ooh, I really so don't want to pull that first, but it's whatever fate. Uh, if you pull it, rig it because I don't want to watch it first. <laughs> what do I pick first? Then? Just pull. Okay. We'll just pull something. We'll figure it out. <gasps> this is the one I was going to rig and I pulled it. It is Carl's nice. pick. 10 things I hate about you. All right. Mm. When, did I, when did I pick this? Like last year. As <laughs> soon as we came up this with this. This is the one that Carl said one time 12 oh, months was, ago. Yeah. 
This was uh, the one with Heath Ledger? Yes. Yes. Okay, I did want to see that. Yes. yes. This is an absolute classic rom-com. Heath Ledger is in it. He's Rip. fantastic. R.I.P. Mm. Should have uh, watched A Night's Tale instead. It's a good movie. The, the year's not over. I thought you were going to say La La Land. You I was seen like, a Night's I don't Tale? Think, when did I suggest that? No, La La Land's coming, but uh, uh, <laughs> that's not going to be in rom-com month. It's not one of the four. So, gotcha. 10 Things I Hate ten About You. 10 Things I Hate About You. A great one to start off with. I feel like there's no real misses. The one I picked is kind of an odd man out, yeah. but, but it it's is still technically it's yeah, still like great. A, a rom-com. Rom-com. It's technically a rom-com. Uh, the other three are quintessential rom-coms. So we mm. are going to get in the mood yeah. of love <laughs> and watch 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, Which is based off of a Shakespearean play. There you go. We I want to say the taming, oh, of, taming of the Shrew. We've been to his theater, the yeah. Globe Theater in London. And the globe mm. is where we all live. And it is where we will all watch <laughs> 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, Thanks for listening. Well Follow us on everything. Um, like the video. Join leave Discord. a comment t- uh, telling me why I'm wrong for not liking this movie very much. Join the Discord, please. Tell your mom about us. And we were going to watch 10 Things I Hate About You. And we'll catch you in the next one.